Hey, architecture firm owners and emerging leaders, get ready for unparalleled insight into the development of a world-class architecture firm and a worldwide organization driving the digital transformation of the design and construction industry with Build Smart, the podcast that's changing how our profession operates. We share the incredible stories behind innovation in the building industry with my friend and co-host, Patrick McLaney, FAIA, former CEO of the international architecture firm, HOK. You know, Yamasaki's office or firm lasted during his lifetime. And when he passed away, I think that was the end of the Yamasaki office. Helmut did not want that. He wanted a firm that would live out and grow beyond the founders. In season one, discover the untold stories behind HOK's meteoric rise, from 150 employees in St. Louis to a powerhouse with over 1,900 staff members and 27 offices worldwide. You know, they weren't as polite as the Kojima people. That was just boom. And anytime you have a creditor, whether it's Kojima or the bank, that wants their money, unless you can raise money someplace else, you are out of business. Bankrupt. Bankrupt. And hold on tight for season two, where Patrick takes us on a new adventure as chairman of Building Smart International, shaping the future of digital transformation in the design, construction, and operation of built assets. Ian Howell, Ken Harold, and I, Ken was my technical representative from HOK. The three of us took a tour of Europe of five cities in five days. Very busy time. Simply follow the link in the show notes to subscribe to Build Smart Now and uncover lessons that will transform you and your architecture firm. What does it say to a potential client when they click on your website and there's nothing there but information about you and about how good you are? Maybe we should start communicating or even running our businesses in a very different way, in a way that's focused on empathy, on what matters most to our customers, not on ego and why we think we're the best. This week on Build Your Brand podcast with Jeff Eccles, episode two, Ego versus Empathy, the story you tell. Subscribe today to Build Your Brand podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to this podcast right now. Hello, my name is Mark R. LePage, and you are listening to Entree Architect Podcast, where each and every week I speak with inspiring, passionate people who share their knowledge and expertise, all to help you build a better business as a small firm entrepreneur architect. This is episode 316, using LinkedIn to build authority as a small firm architect with my friend, Brian McCartney of ArcMark. This episode of Entree Architect Podcast is supported by our platform sponsors, FreshBooks, the cloud-based accounting software that makes running your small firm easy, fast, and secure. Spend less time on accounting and more time doing the work you love. And our friends at RCAT, the online resource delivering quality building material information, CAD details, BIM specifications, and so much more for free at RCAT.com. Brian McCartney, welcome back to Entree Architect Podcast. Hey, Mark. It's so great to be back again. Uh, 
uh, really appreciate uh, you having me back. And this is going to be fun. Brian was here not too long ago, actually last spring, with a great episode on branding, branding for small firm architects. And we talked a lot about websites and the importance of building a strong website that works for your brand. So you can go back to episode 270, entrearchitect.com slash episode 270. You can learn all about websites and branding, and you can hear Brian's uh, origin story and all of that. Um, but I wanted to jump right into what we're talking about today. I invited Brian back to the show today because after those first few steps of building your brand and getting your website dialed in, the next step is to start leveraging that brand story that you create. And the best way to do that is using social media. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, depending on your brand, the story you want to tell and to whom you want to tell it, each one of those social media networks can be used to connect and build powerful relationships with the people that you want to work with most. And if your clients are other businesses or the leaders of other businesses, the best platform to use is LinkedIn. And Brian is a LinkedIn expert. So I just wanted to get him back here. He just presented an expert training session inside the membership on how to uh, use LinkedIn to build powerful relationships with partners and prospects. If you're a member, you can go grab that episode or that, that Entree Architect expert training session. It was a fantastic uh, session, and that's why I brought him here, because I want to share Brian's knowledge here on the podcast with all of you about LinkedIn and how we should be using it to, uh, to leverage and find the work that we want. So, Brian, I appreciate you and spending all the time with us at the expert training session and coming back here in the podcast. I want to jump right into it. LinkedIn, what is so important about LinkedIn? Um, and what should we uh, what should we be doing about LinkedIn? Well, thanks, Mark. Um, yeah, LinkedIn. Uh, LinkedIn is a, a great platform, I think, for anybody in a professional services type company. Um, one of the one of the main things about LinkedIn is that uh, you know if you think about it, uh, a lot of us go on Facebook to stay connected with our friends or our family. Uh, a lot of us, uh, use Instagram to share visuals. And, uh, I know there's, I know there's, you know, Instagram is also a good place to like share little video clips and things like that. Um, you know, Twitter is a, a, a bit different. It's really evolved over the years, but LinkedIn, LinkedIn is really the only platform that is really focused on business. So one of the things that makes LinkedIn really a great platform for anybody in a professional services company is that, you know, the, the expectation is there that you're, you're there to do business, to network with other businesses. So that's what makes it such a great platform uh, to share your message, uh, to communicate your value, build awareness for your firm and connect with the right people. Sounds great. I, what I want to do is maybe make this a step-by-step -step tutorial. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we understand LinkedIn's important if we're doing work with other businesses or if you're working with people who are the leaders in those businesses. Um, LinkedIn is a great place for that too. A lot of people think, well, if I'm not doing commercial work, if I'm not working with people in business, then LinkedIn's not really a great place. But everybody who owns a business owns a house. So if you're designing, yeah. or not everybody who owns a business owns a house, but many of the people who own businesses are also your clients on the residential side. So LinkedIn works either way. If you're building relationships, it'll work. And so what I'd love to do is sort of start with 
the importance of setting up the profile. How do we set up the profile in LinkedIn yeah. to really make that work really well? And then the second part we can get into is once that's set up, how do we leverage that to connect with the people that really matter to our business? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, your profile is, you know, that's your space on LinkedIn and you want to make sure that you're utilizing it in a very, um, uh, you know, you're taking all advantage of all the opportunities you have through your profile to, to really uh, speak to your target audience. And that's really the key is the, you have to know who you're talking to. Um, the, uh, the more you can fine tune your message around the needs and uh, the desires of your target audience, the more you're going to be able to, to connect with those people, right? You know, it's, it's, um, you know, one of the drawbacks of LinkedIn really is that a, there's a lot of, let's face it, there's, there is a, quite a bit of spam on LinkedIn. You know, I get these ran, random messages from businesses all the time asking me if I, if I need a financial advisor, if <laughs> I need somebody to outsource my uh, web development to and, and, and things like that. And, and so, you know, really the, 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 val the valuable lesson out of that is that you just can't be random about how you use a platform like this. You have to be very clear who it is you're talking to, uh, the value that you can uh, provide that audience. And uh, it really starts with your profile. Now, um, there's three key elements that I, I really try to get people to focus on when it comes to their profile. Um, the first is your image, your photo, right? Your profile photo. Um, one of the big mistakes that I see a lot of companies make is that uh, they just have a photo that, you know, uh, here, here's the problem is that LinkedIn, the, the largest your, uh, your, your profile photo is going to be is 165 by 165 pixels. So you don't have a lot of real estate to and that's work really, with. And that's, for anybody who doesn't know, that's really small. It's like the size yeah, of a, a quarter. Yeah, a quarter sort silver dollar somewhere yep. in there, and so it's really it's it's small. Um, and then and then where your profile photo appears most often is actually in the feeds of your uh, your of your connections. So when you share a post on LinkedIn, there's actually a little teeny tiny uh, image. It's only 55 by 55 pixels. That's a third uh, a third of the size of your profile page. And so what's really important about your photo is it, it's got to be clear that it's you, right? So if I go to a networking event and, you know, you give me your, your business card, uh, you know, I need to, when I'm going through LinkedIn, there might be several, uh, there might be several like Mark LePage's on, on LinkedIn. And if I'm looking through those uh, profiles and trying to figure out, well, which one do I connect with? I want to make sure that that image uh, matches up with what you look like in, in real life. So that's one thing, the, the profile photo, getting that really nice and clear and, and also making sure that it, you know, you can kind of make yourself out at that, uh, 55 by 55 pixels. It, I mean, it sounds, it, it's tiny, let's face it. Um, but the, uh, the second thing that's uh, really important is your headline. So what I see a lot on, uh, LinkedIn is that people use the headline uh, to write their job title, right? So architect, uh, uh, you know, or, or architect at XYZ firm. And this is really a lost opportunity because your headline uh, allows on, on the desktop, 
you can put in as many as 120 characters in your headline. Uh, but here's the sneaky little secret on your mobile phone, on your, your smartphone, if you download the LinkedIn app, you actually get almost twice that amount of space to work with. So what I often do is I'll, I'll edit my, uh, I'll edit my headline and then I'll copy it over to my phone and then I'll post it there. And I get, I get almost double the amount of words to work with. And what this allows me to do is to create a clear statement, right? So I want to talk, I want to make sure that uh, at the at the beginning of my headline, I put like a good keyword that matches up with what I do or the services I offer. So in my case, I, I put in architecture marketing. Uh, then I talk about who I serve. So, um, or, well, what I do is I, I put in the, the keyword then a statement that is basically like a, um, a problem benefit uh, type of statement where I'm saying something like I help architects uh, communicate their value so they can get better projects and uh, better clients. So I use that statement to really make clear what it is I'm all about and, and who it is I'm trying to help. Uh, and then in my case, I also might include a couple of hashtags at the end just to kind of uh, help help people give a little, little bit more idea about what it what what kind of value I offer. So that's the headline. So we got the photo, we got the headline. The third area you want to pay uh, really a, a good a close attention to is your about summary. Now your about summary is appears in the next section. Like you have your 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 at the top of your profile, you have your cover photo, your fo your profile photo, and your headline. Uh, maybe some other couple of details. The very next section down is your about section. And in that section, you have your about summary. The The really cool thing about the about summary is that um, it expands. So when you first see it, uh, it's, it's, it's collapsed and it only displays about 230, 270 or two, 300 characters, something like that. So you can just put a little teaser in. And what I like to do is I like to say like, uh, hey, uh, I, I put in something about like, if you want to get a free consultation, here's a link to schedule time with me or, and then I'll, I'll tell people, be sure to click see more. There's a little see more button right at the bottom of that collapsed uh, about summary. And when that opens, you have 2,600 characters to work with. So you have a lot more uh, things that you can talk about. In my case, on my profile, I'm really talking about uh, the problems that I try to solve for my clients, uh, a little bit about the process we go through. And then I, I, for one example, I put in my links to uh, episode 270 from last year, our <laughs> podcast, um, which, by the way, I want to remind you, I was number two last year. I was in the most, right. second most yep. popular podcast. For the whole year. Yep. For the whole year. So I was pretty proud of that. Um but uh, uh, so I, I put in links to podcasts I've been on. I put in links to, um, you know, other resources, places that they can kind of validate me and uh, learn more about how I think and what I do for uh, for my clients. So that's that that about summary is a really great space to kind of expand on uh, on the value you bring and what you're what you're able to do for your clients. So those those three things together on your your LinkedIn uh, profile page, those are really, I think if you're just going to do, um, you know, if, if, if you're going to do, if you're going to think about changing your, 
your LinkedIn profile, updating it, uh, making it more useful. That's where you would want to start. Now, there's other things you can do on your profile, too. You can you can expand uh, your work experience, uh, your education. You can add things like volunteer activities and uh, associations, Any anything that, you know, we call those proof points and um, anything that helps people understand uh, who you are, what you do, why you're passionate about what you do. Uh, the other cool thing that I don't want to forget about your about summary and also about all your work experience entries is that you can also add what LinkedIn refers to as media. So media can be anything. It can be like a photo. It can be a, a link to a video. It can be a link to your website. Um, and you can, you, these, these are little thumbnails that appear in different sections of your uh, profile page. So like at the, with the about summary, they appear right at the bottom of the about summary. And they're little thumbnail pictures or, you know, they, they'll turn into little thumbnail pictures. But if you link to something, for instance, that'll, that'll open up the image and it'll say, view, you know, if do you want to view this and then you can click to that. So like, for example, uh, for an architect, you could have a link to your, uh, your portfolio. You could have a link to uh, a download resource on your website. You could have a link to a video where you talk about how you solved a problem for a client, kind of like a mini case study video. Um, there's all kinds of creative ways that you can use the media section, and that's that's another, I think, big opportunity that a lot of uh, a lot of people uh, don't take advantage of on LinkedIn. Yeah, the the about summary. That's why it's so important to start with your brand. That mm -hmm. before we get into this LinkedIn stuff, you need to understand your brand. Uh, Brian said that you need to understand who you you're going, uh, who you want to talk to, who you need to connect with, and we're going to talk about that next. But you won't know that if you didn't go through the exercise of building your brand, understanding who you are, and and the perception of your clients and who you, the story that you want to tell. Uh, the people that you want to work with. So you do need to go through that episode 270 and understand how your brand yeah. works. And 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 while you're doing that, you're going to start creating the content for that about section because that's what you're you're talking about. That's the story that you want to tell. That's the story that you want to share in that about section. And so um, I just wanted to remind you that it's important to start with the brand, understand your target market. There's that word again. I talk about target mm -hmm. market all the time. Understand mm -hmm. your target market because again, Target market makes it easier to be able to target the people that you want to speak with here on LinkedIn. Um, yeah, and, and one of the things I would add to that, you know, uh, this is so important on LinkedIn because, you know, uh, this is something I've run into a lot uh, with, with just social media in general. It's so vast, right? There's so many people on uh, social media. Like on LinkedIn, I've done some uh, some, some searches, you know, and I don't know, there's like 600,000 contractors on, on LinkedIn, a contract firm owners, right. Uh, just in, and, and those are across English speaking countries. So I think probably in the U S it's, you know, it's a, it's a portion of that, but you know, when you think about that, uh, you have so many people that you could, you could connect with, but if you're a small firm architect, right, uh, one 
good connection two, maybe three good connections a year. Like, and I'm talking valuable connections, like a good referral source, uh, a, a contractor who you develop a great relationship with and, and continues to refer you to uh, clients. Um, if you had, uh, if you just had a handful of those type of connections, you'd be doing so much better, uh, you know, in, in terms of stability and cash flow and all those other great things that come along with a steady stream of business. And um, having that target market defined, knowing exactly who you're talking to and, and fine tuning that message around those people is so critical on LinkedIn because you can spend a lot of time uh, trying to communicate to people and if, if they're not the right people, if they're not the right fit, uh, you're just wasting your time. You're just spinning your wheels, uh, going after people that are, are never going to buy from you. So get your profile set up. You need a, the, yep. your, your profile photo. Remember, it needs to be the right size. And then when you want to fill up the whole icon with your face. Not the whole icon, but at least sixty percent. You know, right, you right, make right. It, right. Yeah. But but you don't want to. You don't want this long distance view of you. You, no. you don't want your whole body, or like you don't want you know from your hips to your head because your your right. head gets so small you can't recognize you. So you need to have exactly. a recognizable. Photo. You you want to avoid like uh, uh, you know cartoon sketches, and uh, you want to avoid things like. Oh, here's me cropped out of a family photo from 1973. Um, you know, things like that. I've seen some really crazy. Back when I had hair. <laughs> I need to see those pictures. Yeah, yeah. I had lots of hair. I was I was talking uh, earlier to Brian. I was a metalhead at a, at a certain time. I had long blonde hair past my shoulders, believe it or not. Today I'm nice and shiny bald. I love. I like it better this way, truthfully. There you go. It's easier um, to take care of, right? Oh, much much easier. Much easier. Um, all right, so your profile photo, your headline, and your about summary. So get those things figured out. Um, understand your target market. Make sure your brand is nice and strong and figured out. Um, and now we're going to start connecting. We will return to our conversation after this quick break to say thank you to our platform sponsors, FreshBooks and RCAP. 192 hours. In case you're wondering, 192 hours works out to two business days per month. Why the math? Well, if you're an architect and you're using FreshBooks cloud accounting software, that's the amount of admin time you can save every year. How? FreshBooks is so fast and easy to use that it changes the way you deal with your paperwork. FreshBooks is the simplest way to be more productive, more organized, and most importantly, will get you paid faster. You can create and send really professional looking invoices in under 30 seconds. When you email a client an invoice, FreshBooks can show you whether they've seen it, which puts an end to those guessing games. If waiting for a client check in the mail is slowing down your cash flow, with literally two clicks, you can set yourself up to receive payments online. Oh, and your clients will love paying by credit card straight from their invoice. FreshBooks helps you avoid having that awkward talk with your clients about past due payments. FreshBooks automatically sends late payment email reminders so you can spend less time chasing payments and more time working your magic on the drafting board or on the computer. If you have any questions whatsoever, FreshBooks award-winning customer service is amazingly helpful, super friendly, and zero attitude. Plus, a real live person usually answers the phone in three rings or less. 
To claim your month-long unrestricted free trial, go to entrearchitect.com slash FreshBooks and enter Entree Architect in the How Did You Hear About Us section. That's entrearchitect.com slash FreshBooks. Have you been to artcat.com recently? It's the number one most used website for finding building product information. Their powerful search tool allows you to choose what kind of information you want, like CAD, BIM, specifications, and only get results with that data. RCAT is also constantly fine-tuning their search engine to make sure that you keep getting the information that you asked for. And of course, it's free. It requires no registration, no login, no credit card. If you need product building information and you haven't used RCAT recently, or maybe you've never tried RCAT, head over there right now to RCAT.com and try it out. You'll be glad you did. That's RCAT.com, A-R-C-A-T.com. RCAT.com. Build better content today. FreshBooks and RCAT. Please visit our platform sponsors today and thank them for supporting you the Entree Architect community. You built this profile, we're ready to connect. How do we do that? How do we leverage this profile to get to the people that we really, I mean, you just said tens of thousands of people available just within the niche that we're in. There's millions oh, yeah. of people on LinkedIn. And so, you know, maybe your market is tens of thousands. How do we find the, the, the five or 10 people that really make a difference in our business? Yeah, that again, uh, really important to know who it is you're searching for, right? Um, so LinkedIn has a great search tool. So if you go to LinkedIn, you're going to see it right there at the top. There's a kind of a gray, bluish gray bar at the top of your LinkedIn page. And there's a tool that just says search. Now, when you enter a search term in there, uh, LinkedIn will, will spit back uh, a number of different um, options it'll it'll show you some groups that relate to that it'll show you businesses to, that relate to that firm and it'll show you people and uh, th there's a whole list of different criteria so uh, what happens is that when you enter a search uh, when that search comes back there will be some filters just under that gray bar where the the search bar uh, search field is and uh, there's some criteria that you can start adding to your search. So this is really important. So what you can start to do is, first of all, if you're searching for people, you would narrow it down to people to search for people only. And then you can start looking at things like, uh, what is their relationship to me? So LinkedIn can, has three uh, phases of relationships. There's the first degree connections, which are people that you're already connected to. There's the second degree connections, which are the people who are connected to the people uh, that you are connected to. And then there is the third degree connections, which are the people who are connected to uh, uh, the people. It's like it's like the next right. exponential. The people so who are connected to the people who are connected to, the people to you. Who are connected. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, so it gets kind of crazy. But um, uh, the. So you can you can start where I like to start is with my second degree connection. So let's say I'm trying to uh, find um, FAIA 
uh, you know, AIA fellows, right? Let's say yeah. I was looking for AIA fellows who own uh, uh, architecture firms. I would use search. I would first of all, I would I would probably start with um, FAIA because that uh, that often appears in the uh, name. A lot of architects will put that in their name, or they'll put it somewhere in their uh, their bio uh, that they are FAIA. So then that'll help me narrow it down. Then what I would do, and this is how I work, is I try to find the people who are connected to the people I already know. So this is the easiest way to make connections is if you are connected to somebody and then they are connected to somebody you know, that gives you a bridge. You know, we call that a bridge. So uh, so let's say I wanted to meet a, a uh, an AIA fellow uh, that was connected to uh, Mark, right? I would probably then, once I realized, once I've figured out who that person is, I'd probably reach out to Mark and say, hey, Mark, any chance you could introduce me to this person and kind of give me that warm introduction? That is the by far the easiest way to connect with people you want to connect with on LinkedIn is leverage your network. It's just the same as you would in real life, right? If you were a member of the chamber and you knew that one of your fellow chamber members was connected to somebody you wanted to do business, you'd ask that person, hey, can you do me a favor? Can you give me a, a, an introduction to this person? Uh, same thing on LinkedIn. Use use LinkedIn. You know, it's like I tell, I tell people this all the time. Do what you would do in person, but do it, but figure out how to use LinkedIn in that way. So that would be the first step is to kind of search and figure out who it is, you know, and there's a lot you can find out about a person on their LinkedIn profile. And I, I will say sometimes it takes time, you know, because you're, you're kind of doing research, right? Um, you're being, we call this active uh, business development, right? It's not, it's not like picking up the phone. You actually want to put some effort into it and you want to, you want to try to find out, um, you know, when you do find people that you want to connect with, you want to kind of find out what are the things that I can talk to them about. And I do this all the time. I'll look at people's profiles. I'll find out where they went to school. I'll find out uh, who they might be connected to that I'm connected to. I'll find out, I'll, then I'll start going through the, what they've posted. Like, have they posted articles? Have they posted uh, uh, stuff on, uh, on LinkedIn, like, uh, you know, their social media posts? Uh, whose, whose content are they sharing? And a lot of times, if I really want to, you know, like if somebody's really important to me and it's really important that I connect with them, I'm going to do some footwork before I even reach out to them. Uh, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to go through their profile. I might like some of their posts. Um, a few days later, I might come back. I might leave a comment about something they posted or leave a comment on a post that they've commented on uh, if, if I have that person in common. Um, there's a lot of different little ways that you can kind of, kind of, uh, subtly, uh, uh, be visible to people before you actually approach them. And what I find is that if you, if you have a couple of these touch points before you connect with them, uh, they're, they're much more likely to say, oh yeah, I recognize you or thanks for commenting or whatever. And, um, you know, so now we're getting kind of to the point where we actually have to connect with them, right? So there's the there's the figuring out who they are, doing the search, 
trying to narrow down uh, who it is we really want to connect with. And oh, by the way, you know, LinkedIn gives you a lot of options for searching. So you can filter by geography, you can filter by specific companies, you can filter, I believe in the free version of LinkedIn, you know, you can also filter by, um, uh, you know, company type like industry, and uh, there's some other criteria. Now, there is a paid version. There's two different paid versions of LinkedIn. There's the premium uh, LinkedIn, which I've never used, so I can't really speak to that too much. But then there's the um, what's called Sales Navigator. And Sales Navigator is kind of like LinkedIn's version of a CRM. So it actually allows you to track uh, people that you're trying to um, – uh, connect with. So you can create, you can tag them as leads. Uh, you can also give them additional tags, uh, which helps you to search for them when you're going back and trying to retrace your steps. Uh, you give them different tags, like, um, uh, like I'll tag people that I want to connect with in the future, but I don't have time, you know, like I'll do my searches in batches. So I'll go through and I'll find, you know, I'll, I'll search for a group of people. I'll, I'll tag those people. And then I know, when I come back to actually do some outreach, I just kind of search for that tag and, it, and then I can go back and pull those people up and start visiting their profiles. So I, I, that's another way, you know, you got to manage your time as well. But uh, with Sales Navigator, you have a lot more criteria that you can use to, uh, to find the right people. Um, it has additional things like you can do company headcount, you can do uh, things like uh, search for how long they've been in 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 their industry like how many years of experience they have you can also search i don't know there's all kinds of criteria there i think there's over 100 different options but that gives you a lot more capability to narrow down um a lot of people ask me well is that worth it it, it costs sales navigator costs like 80 dollars a month for me it's worth it because i'm using it all the time I think if you're really serious about uh, connecting on LinkedIn, it is worth it. Uh, it saves a lot of time. But if if you know if 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 you have a good network already and you're trying to trying to utilize that network, I would say that uh, I would exhaust your uh, efforts first with the with the with the network you have uh, using the search the free search tool. If you find out that you're kind of hitting a dead end at some point, then I would look into upgrading to either premium or sales navigator. Um, and I kind of diverted there a little bit. That was a little bit of a tangent about sales. Navigator. Yeah, no, I think that's valuable though. Cause I, I think people yeah. uh, uh, have that question on whether it's worth to pay for it, but it's very valuable without any premium services. Yeah, just, just the way it is. Um, I wanted to just get back to the importance yeah. of, a, of a warm introduction um, because LinkedIn, because it is so vast and so easy to search for people and so easy to make those connections, that, 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 that next step of understanding who they are and doing those touch points and having that warm introduction to somebody who is a first degree connection prior to connecting with them makes that a much more valuable connection. Because you know, I, I probably get five to 10 connections a day. Um, yeah. Most of them I just ignore. I get probably five to 10 messages through LinkedIn a day. All of them I ignore. Um, and they're all sales pitches. They're all like, oh, I'm going to help you out. And, you know, why don't we get connected? And, you know, can we set up a call? And mm -hmm. I don't have time for any of that, 
right? And I don't know you and I don't didn't ask for the solicitation. But yes. if I do make that connection with somebody who introduces me, now I know that other person. That other person has already sort of pre-screened that this person's somebody I should know. And so that, yes. that's the, now where I'll say, absolutely, let's make that connection. And most likely, I'll even make that, 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 that call and meet them one-on-one, mm-hmm. which may be how you and I met, Brian. I'm not sure. I think we- it was. I think originally, well, I knew about you. I mean, I had, I'd, um, had followed some of your content. And I think, yes, I reached out to you on LinkedIn uh, initially. And, and I probably ignored uh, you. I think you did ignore me. Um, and that brings up a good point too, right? Uh, so how are you reaching out to people? Um, getting a personal introduction is obviously a really great way to do that. But I, I reach out to people all the time who, without a personal reintroduction, and I get connected to a lot of people. And um, there's a lot of ways to do that in a way that uh, you can get attention and you can show people that you're being genuine and authentic. Um, again, it comes down to knowing your target audience. Why why are you connecting with them and why should they consider connecting with you? That's Those are very important questions to, you know, if, you, if you're not going to answer any other questions about who they are or, or why you're reaching out to them, definitely answer those, you know. Um, why are you connecting with them and why should they connect with you? Um, I recently, um, I'm not going to say who it is, but I recently reached out to a CEO of a company that is, you know, in the uh, in the space uh, of, you know, in the architecture world. I think they're very well known, especially among uh, medium and large firms. And um, I just basically, I reached out to this person. I I had I, I had a few common connections and uh, you know but nobody that could really directly connect me to this person, and my pitch was simply like, hey, um, you know I've been following your content for a while, uh, your company's content for a while. I really respect what you're doing. I really appreciate the the value that you're bringing to the uh, architecture world and. Uh, it would just make my day to connect with you. And I said, I said, you know, and I said, uh, I said, let's connect. I always remind people, you always have to tell people, please connect with me. You have to tell them what you want. And yeah, uh, yeah. a lot of people forget to do that. But I was surprised. I got, I, I was, um, you know, I got an immediate connection with this person within a couple of days and we just had a call last week. So, uh, you know, it, it's, there's, you know, you can reach people. It, you just have to do it in a way that is, um, you know, is, is genuine and uh, uh, is going to speak to them on some level. Um, there's that bring, reminds me. Um, there's a tool. So last week when I did the webinar, I taught. I, I I told everybody. I said uh, I have a list of tools, and one of the tools that I have been working with recently. It's called Crystal knows it's um uh, if you go to crystalnose.com uh it's a it's a chrome plugin that uh allows you to analyze the personalities of the, the linkedin profiles that you're visiting so crystal knows like knowledge not knows like yes. on your face yeah crystal <laughs> knows like knowledge yeah like and, and um uh, it's basically an ai tool that will analyze a person's linkedin profile and basically score them 
uh, based on disk. So uh, it gives you some insights and then you can, you can also use it like you, you can, uh, it'll, it, it has different scenarios. So like you can say, I would like to reach out to this person by email. Um, and then it'll say, uh, are you trying to sell to them? Are you trying to make an impression? Are you trying, you know, it's got a list of ex actions that you might be taking. And so I'll, if I'm having difficulty, like sometimes I reach out to people multiple times, like they won't connect with me at first. Right. So I'll withdraw my connection and then I'll go back a few months later and I'll try to connect again, you know, cause people are busy, you know, and yeah. I was always taught like, uh, you either, you, you keep going until you either get a no or a yes. Right. <laughs> and, and so, uh, I'm pretty persistent about stuff like that. And, uh, recently, uh, you know, Bob Borson, right? Oh yeah. Good uh, friend. Yeah. I, I've been trying to connect with him for a couple of years. I should just ask you. To you should have me, just asked me. <laughs> I didn't think about it at the time. <laughs> but I tried to connect with him a couple of times in the past and I know he's busy and it's probably just something that slipped his mind. But then I tried uh, Crystal Nose and I, I kind of used this to kind of give me some hints about how to reach out to him. What do you know? He connected with me the next day. So Very <laughs> interesting. Yeah. There's some uh, there's some other tools that you can bring into the to the uh, to the works to uh, kind of, uh, uh, you know, make progress. I, I, I was really surprised that it was like, oh, OK, it was that easy. And it's it's I've used it on a few other people to kind of like, you know, help me figure out how to break the ice. And yeah. it's worked very well, I have to I have to say. Yeah, and I think that's the thing about LinkedIn is that that it's it is so easy to connect and it's so easy to find the people that you really need to connect with. And so that's and that's what we're trying yeah. to talk about here is that it should oh, yeah. you should use it for that to make those connections. Um, but the next step and that's a whole other subject which we'll get into another day is right. once you make those connections, so you finally made the connection and everybody's happy, now what do you do with that? The connection's not going to get the the bills paid, right? So so very briefly, because we really need to wrap up, very briefly, once you sort of make this connection, mm -hmm. what are some of the things that we can do once we have that connection? Well, um, so here's the thing about connecting with people on LinkedIn, and, and uh, here's what I've found. Just because you're connected doesn't mean that they're going to interact with you, right? So first of all, you have to kind of figure out how, to, how that interaction is going to happen, Right. So somebody might connect with you and they, they might just be doing it to get rid of the notification or whatever. Right. But for them if, to really get them to interact with you, you really got to you, you, you have to start providing some value for them. That's, right? the, that's and, the key phrase. You yeah. need to provide value that they want. Exactly. And that's where knowing who they are, what, you know, knowing your target audience, that's what's, what's, what's so important because now that you're connected now you got to kind of figure out like, what can I say to this person? What can I do for this person? How can I help this person? Who can I connect them to? Uh, how can I provide value for them? So they see me and not just as a connection, but as somebody who generally wants to, genuine, genuinely wants to help them and somebody that, you know, they want to get to know better. And that's, that's something we talk about, right? We have this new program that we're going to be rolling out soon. And it's about helping architects connect with, with people on LinkedIn. And so we talk about the, the know, like, and trust uh, 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 
uh, triangle, right? So the no is like help me, helping you build up your your profile. The like is sharing the the content that people want, and uh, they're going to help see you as an expert. But then when you connect with them, now you've got to you've got to build that trust. And if you're if you're the one saying, "Hey, how can I help you? Who can I connect with you with you with?" Um, uh, you know, you you just have to kind of get into that mode of like. Uh, what can you do for this person and trying to figure that out? And I've tried a lot of different ways. Um, one of the best ways that, uh, kind of works is, uh, I share, uh, I share, uh, useful information. You know, we have done, uh, we have looked at over 400 architecture firm websites. We've analyzed these websites. We've scored them. Uh, we've kind of, uh, created this, uh, this study about architecture firm websites. So that's something that I can offer to people. Uh, and that's, and that's what we talked about in episode 270, if anybody's interested in getting deeper into that. Yeah. And, um, uh, that's where you can really, you know, if you're an architect and, uh, you know that you've connected with somebody that is, uh, that, that needs your services, uh, if you have a, a white paper or, uh, um, uh, sorry, uh, uh, you know, we call the, what do we call those, uh, the, the lead magnet tools, right? The downloads and stuff like that. If you've got that material, uh, you know, you should be asking your connections, Hey, uh, would this help you? Would it help you to have this information? Uh, you know, I ask people all the time, you know, like, how can I be of service to you? We're connected. I don't want to just be another connection. I want to actually be a value to you. So help me understand that. Help me understand what I can do to um, make your life easier. What what kind of information can I give you? What kind of uh, resources can I share? Who can I connect you with? That's the real beauty of LinkedIn, and that's where, man, when you start when you start getting that engine going, uh, you know, there's there you there's nowhere but up to go because you're you're going to be seen as somebody who really cares, somebody who is an expert in your field. Um, and, uh, they're going to want, they're going to want to, they're going to want to know more and then, and then they're going to look for opportunities to connect you with other people. So that's, that's where the magic happens, so to speak. (laughs) And you're a perfect example of that. Two podcasts later, a couple Mm -hmm. of articles on the blog and an expert training session providing tremendous value to me and the community of, of, uh, our small firm architects here at Entree Architect. Um, you practice what you preach. It's clear that it works because you know, you and I have become friends. We've we've been helping one another succeed. You've been sharing your valuable knowledge with the community, and I'm sure it's paying off at the other end. Oh yeah, and and that's what uh, you know. You know, my mentor uh, Brent Weaver. I introduced you to him uh, last week, last year. You know, Brent always talks about the abundance mindset, right? Uh, we all have to work together to support each other and and lift each other up. And uh, that's how we approach our business. That's how we approach how we help our clients. Um, I'm not here just to do this for me. I'm here to help other people. I, and I, that's, that's my gift is if I can share something with somebody uh, that, that will help them, that, that's what I'm in this for. Um, I don't know if I shared this with you at all, Mark, but last year, you know, when we sat down and we looked at all the the podcast downloads, we looked at um, uh, the articles that we wrote on our blog, on other blogs. Um, we looked at the other interactions we had, webinars, things like that. 
you know, we we quick, you know, the numbers really added up really quick and it was well over 10,000 people that interacted with us in some way. And, you know, I said right then and there, I said, you know, I want to, I want to reach a hundred thousand architects by 2020. You know, I want to, I want to keep that momentum going and I, and I hope it's a lot higher than that, but that's what I'm here for. I'm here to help architects and, um, uh, you know, grow and expand my reach so that, um, so that I can bring value to more people. Yeah. I appreciate it. Um, before we wrap up here, Brian, I wanted to ask you the one question that I ask everybody. You did answer this question in the last episode. I'm not going to remind you what you said. Um, but I'd love for you to answer that question again. What is one thing a small firm architect could do today to build a better business for tomorrow? Well, I was thinking about this. I knew this question was coming. And um, I, I think this might be the same answer I gave last time. And I certain, we certainly talked about this today. Um, figure out who it is you really are talking to. Um, uh, be crystal clear about your target audience. I can tell you that um, no matter what business you're in, uh, you can waste a lot of time trying to impress a lot of people uh, but it's not about the millions. It's about the handful of people that can really impact your business. Um, it's about the hundred clients you need to connect with over the next uh, 10 years. Uh, so so get really clear, crystal clear about who you can bring the most value to and focus on that. His name is Brian McCartney, B-R-Y-O-N, Brian with a yellow. Brian with Brian with a yo, exactly. <laughs> We've been doing this so long. I know your your catchphrase. Brian with a yo, B-R-Y-O-N McCartney. You can uh, check out everything he's doing at his website, arcmark.co, A-R-C-H-M-A-R-K.co. Um, and you should link, connect with him. Connect with him on LinkedIn. Brian, how do we connect with you on LinkedIn? So I make it really easy for people. Just go to brilliantbrian, B-R-Y-O-N, dot com, and that will forward you to my LinkedIn profile. And yes, if you're listening to this, please connect with me. I want to connect with more architects, and I want to I hear from you uh, about your dreams and, and visions for the future, and I want to help you get there as well. All right brilliantbrian.com will connect you with Brian on LinkedIn. Well, you have to go there and then request the connection. So make yeah. sure you actually request the connection once you're there. Um, Brian, it's always, it's always a pleasure. It's always tremendous value in everything that you share with us. So I appreciate you for all you do for the Entree Architects community and the profession at large, because as we help these architects build better businesses, the profession is getting stronger and stronger and stronger, and you're a big part of that. So thank you very much for joining me here today at Entree Architect Podcast. I really appreciate that, Mark. And you know I love to do this, so uh, I'm, anytime I really appreciate the opportunity to talk with you, uh, to, to kind of wrap back and forth about this stuff. You get it. I get it. Uh, let's, let's help more architects. That's what it's all about. Sounds good. <laughs> Sounds good. Thank you. So you've been listening to episode 316. If you'd like to access the show notes or share a link with a friend, please do share this link with a friend. This link is entrearchitect.com slash episode 316. entrearchitect.com slash episode 316. And you've probably noticed this episode and most of the episodes 
that are going to be coming soon in the next couple of weeks have no reference to what we're all experiencing right now with COVID-19. And that's because all of these episodes, they were obviously recorded prior to this current crisis. And most of what we're sharing here is absolutely still relevant uh, to what we're dealing with right now. Certainly this episode uh, with what Brian has shared with us about LinkedIn, with everyone locked away inside all our prospective clients, they're all being forced to think about the spaces in which they work and live. They're intimately aware of what's not working so well with uh, this new way of living and working, right? And so when things get back to normal, our phones are going to start ringing and our inboxes are going to start overflowing with new work from people who uh, are thinking about what they want to change in their spaces, what they're thinking about right now. You know, think about when when um, our clients come back from summer vacation and how the phone starts to ring. This is going to be exponential in terms of that because they're living right now uh, in spaces and working in spaces that don't work for them and they're going to be looking for solutions and you can provide that solution for them. So now is not the time to sit back. Now is the time to build your business. Now is the time to build out the systems and the procedures and the processes that will make you and your firm and your team more efficient, right? When things get back to normal, you will be ready to rock and roll. So go back and listen to Brian again and what he's shared here and what what he shared about LinkedIn and, and share this episode with a friend and then get to work. Get to work with Brian, what Brian shared with you. Um, get Go to your LinkedIn pro- profile. If you don't have a LinkedIn profile, start one. If you do have a LinkedIn profile, it probably has not been updated in a while, sort of like mine. Um, and once you've updated that pl- profile, uh, start experimenting with the platform and build out your authority as a guide for the clients who are going to soon need your services again. They are soon going to be looking for you. And many of them will be looking for you on LinkedIn. And to help you out, Brian has a free 10-point LinkedIn profile checklist. It's free. All you have to do is go to entrearchitect.com slash arcmark, A-R-C-H-M-A-R-K. Okay, entrearchitect.com slash arcmark. And you can instantly download Brian's 10-point uh, checklist right now uh, at entrearchitect.com slash arcmark. And while you're there, connect with me on LinkedIn and cl- connect with Brian on LinkedIn. Brian made it simple. Listen to this idea. He created a URL, a little easy to remember link, brilliantbrian.com. Brilliantbrian.com. And remember, Brian's name is spelled B-R-Y-O-N. Okay, brilliantbrian.com. If you click on that, it will go directly to Brian's LinkedIn profile. And you could just request to, to connect with him. And I have another secret for you. Listen, don't, don't tell anybody about this one. Well, you can tell anybody you want, but keep it, keep it between you and me and the thousands of others who are listening right now. If you connect with Brian on LinkedIn, if you tell him that you came from Entree Architect Podcast and that we sent you, Brian will give you an additional freebie. He will. He will give you the LinkedIn, his LinkedIn resource guide that has all kinds of additional stuff about LinkedIn and how you can get even better and optimize on LinkedIn. So once you download his 10-point checklist at entrearchitect.com slash arcmark, and then you go to brilliantbrian.com with a B-R-Y-O-N, brilliantbrian.com, and connect with him on LinkedIn. When you connect with him, say, hey, I heard you on Entree Architect Podcast. And Mark said, secretly, 
that I could get your LinkedIn resource guide and he'll send you the resource guide. He told me he would. So do that. Okay. (laughs) I hope you're well. I hope you're healthy and happy and safe and secure. I thank you very much for hanging out with me here. Thank you for listening. And now more than ever, spread the word, love, learn, and share with what you know. Thanks. See you next week. I've mentioned it to my family, but in terms of telling people like, oh yeah, we're doing this. I'm looking for projects. You got anything? Yeah. I'm, I'm not there yet because it scares the out of me. Dreaming of launching your own architecture firm? Well, we'll buckle up for a wild ride with Emerging, the podcast that shares what it's really like to start an architecture firm. Where do we begin? We don't even know what type of business to formalize as. Is it an LLC? Is it an LLP? Like how are taxes? I mean, the list is astronomical. Season one featured founders, Jeffrey, Lexi, and Chris, owners of Level Studio Architecture, are your fearless guides on this unfiltered journey from napkin sketches to a thriving studio. One evening, stumbled into one last dive, we sat at the bar and pondered our postgraduate futures. Amidst the conversation, a napkin became the canvas for our aspirations, sketching plans and milestones, sealing our heartfelt commitment and shared dreams. In drawing down dreams on a napkin collectively, that, (laughs) then, you know, in your head, you've rooted like, oh, I'm connected to these people, like long-term. The process of starting an architecture practice brims with excitement and challenges, demanding meticulous planning, flawless execution, and unyielding resilience. I kind of hate the term because it's so overly used, but I think everybody knows imposter syndrome. And I think it's, it's so real to this day. I, I I don't know if it's with everybody, but with me, I'm always questioning like us, can we do this? Are we ready to do this? Are we prepared? Can we do it? Did we just decide a name? (laughs) We did it guys. One that came out of nowhere. It came out of nowhere. I liked it. I saw it. Ready to turn your aspirations into reality? Follow the link in the show notes to subscribe to Emerging and chart your own path to architectural success. Calling all small firm architects. It's time to tap into your full potential with Entree Architects Context and Clarity, where inspiration meets innovation. Hey, it's Mark Arlapage, founder of Entree Architect, and I'm inviting you to join my two favorite co-hosts, Jeff Eccles and Katie Kangas, as they bring together authors, experts, and thought leaders for electric conversations with entrepreneur architects around the globe. It's not just a podcast, it's a community where dreams meet action. There is a simple equation there. And what for me, what that did, just doing that basic calculation was, it allowed me to compare what I had actually saved in my retirement accounts to what I thought a possible projected annual spend might be. Artists are temperamental, so beautiful design is gonna be a priority. When the job is done, we're gonna actually need to live in the house, not live with the person who designed it. <laughs> and so for me, the, the artistic skill, the architectural skill is most important. And so I would say like, that would be 60% of it, if not more. 
gain insights to build a successful practice. Subscribe, engage, and let's redefine your future together. Join the Context and Clarity community, where every conversation adds to your blueprint for success.